0: Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 10 of Anything in the World. This episode is special for many reasons. First, this is the last episode of the season, but you don't need to worry about it. This is just a comma and not a period. We'll take a break for a few weeks, and then we'll be back after the summer with a brand new season with new topics, and who knows some surprises too. The other reason that this is a very important episode is the amazing conversation I had with a professional football player, Glenn Couillette. He is a quarterback free agent out of Tulane University and a TikTok celebrity. As you can imagine, we've talked about the life of a professional athlete and of course, TikTok. So let's kick off the ball and start the game. So first of all thank you for being in the podcast and can you tell us a little bit about your history
1: as you know my name is Glenn Couillet. I was in college about three or four years ago and I, I went to Tulane University and that's a pretty pretty good school I was there on a division one scholarship for football and I played one season with them then I transferred to Texas Southern and I played one season with them so right now I just got done playing in Germany football and everything like that last summer and uh, right now I'm kind of like a free agent you know so that's going on for me me but uh yeah like with the you know i was uh doing tiktok i think it was thanksgiving when i made my first video and it wasn't anything special it was just was something just to do it you know just to get the hang of it or whatever just to see what it's all about then i made my first one that hit viral and ever since then i've just been kind of creating stuff so but yeah that's kind of like a little brief history about me i was born in los angeles california i moved to louisiana i'm in new orleans right now moved to louisiana when i was 10 and uh, yeah just kind of a normal guy who just got blessed to play division one football So that's kind of like What what I'm doing That's me You mentioned
0: that Your first TikTok Went viral on December 1st Do you remember what you did?
1: It was a simple topic Um, It was a a sound effect Of a famous viral I think it was a Vine Or a video I can't remember But it was uh, the sound effect Of the person saying Oh you don't like me? He's like no And he starts laughing He goes oh really? He's like I don't give a damn Like you know And then he says I don't care He's like So then I put that With like Lamar Jackson And I did like the skit Basically saying The scouts saying I don't like you And then he says you don't like me and then you know I went back and forth and then I had like oh it's like look and I put on the trophy he's like oh and it's like MVP trophy he's like Mm -hmm. I don't give a hair like and that that's pretty much the video I did.
0: Let's talk football. How old were you when you first played football?
1: I think I was about 11 probably 11 or 12 when I first started that was when I played flag football didn't play tackle until I was in high school freshman in high school so.
0: How did you get selected to play for the university?
1: I was kind of just it was a blessing because I Actually, a pretty good story. That whole year, I didn't play. It was my junior year I got recruited initially. I didn't play at all my freshman, sophomore year. Junior year, it was the year I first started. But going into all that, there was like this big giant quarterback battle in our community about me and this other guy. And, you know, he was the other guy. He was better than me initially the first two years. And then something happened where I just flipped the script and I just turned it on and just was playing really great and just, you know, turned the page on my whole athletic potential. And long story short, you know, I got, I won the job, I went through the season. And we got to the semifinals. We weren't supposed to do anything great that year. It was Mm -hmm. supposed to be building year and i was playing against a team who was undefeated we were playing against a team who was in the semifinals and they were getting recruited they had like a lot of recruits on their team for lsu mississippi state all these big schools right and one of the two lane scouts was there they were initially watching the other quarterback and i was playing well in that game i caught their attention and ever since then they kind of were like oh who's this kid and then long story short you know a year and a half later got you know offered a scholarship and then i signed to go with the team so that's kind of how it happened
0: that's Cool. Um, did you ever play in other positions?
1: Yeah, I played everything besides quarterback when I was a freshman. So I played safety, corner, linebacker, DN, running back, receiver. So I played it all. I wasn't great at every one of them, but I, I played them.
0: Do you think it helped you with how you play today?
1: Yeah, it it did because it gave me a different perspective on the game. It it showed me that as a quarterback, you know, you kind of overanalyze things. You're thinking like, oh, they all know where I'm going. Or one of the things they say as a quarterback, use your eyes to move the defense. Beforehand, I always thought like if I looked to my left, like they knew I was like looking there just to throw them off. Like I always felt like they were smarter than what they were is what I was saying. But then – defense, I realized, like, you're not even worried about that, you know, whenever you're on defense. You're just, like, trying to get to your spot. You're just trying to, you know, make sure you're not messing up. So then one of the great ones who know, you know, who know it by heart, the defense by heart, to where they can get to their spot, know that the quarterback's doing something off, you know, something wrong or whatever. So, yeah, it gave me a different perspective on that. And it kind of helped a lot whenever it came to me, just how I see defenses as a quarterback.
0: If you could today, would you play another position?
1: Nah, I, I wouldn't. I couldn't do that. I love quarterback too much.
0: Do you like practicing other sports?
1: No, not really, because the higher the level you get, the kind of more time you need to dedicate to one sport. I do miss those days when I was a kid or when I was in high school that I could, you know, just go play baseball in the off season and not miss a beat in football or play basketball. That's what I used to do. I used to play basketball, baseball, track. So I do miss that. But. Not anymore.
0: What advice would you give to kids my age, about 10, 11, or 12, when they're trying to consider sports?
1: The advice I would give you is that, first of all, don't be afraid to try any sport or try everything because you never know which sport you're going to be good at. That's one uh, answer I'll give because my best friend in high school played football his whole time in high school. And we ran track together in, I think, his junior year. He started running track. Then he realized he was good at track. I knew he was going to be good. He just didn't want to do it. He didn't think. You know, he was kind of hard-headed. But he found out he was good at track and then he realized, wow, I should have been doing this the whole time. He even says it today. He says, oh, I wish I would have done track instead of football. So that's my, that's one advice I'll give. Just try everything out. You never know what you're going to like or what you're going to be good at because it takes trial and error in life to get to know, you know, to know things. Another thing I would say for y'all is don't get caught up in the whole media or what people say about, oh, this player's great or that player's great or, oh, you're not good or you're not that, you know, or this kid's a prodigy or this kid is that or this kid's getting recruited. like. Who cares? Nobody cares about that. All that matters at, at your age is that you're just trying to get the experience because you're always going to get better. And just don't worry about the outside noise. If you can understand what I'm trying to say. Yeah. I know how it is at your age, like kids will be, will you know, whenever I played games, uh, they'd be like, oh, he's the fastest, Oh, he's like, he's, oh, he's the most, He's, yes. he's a, he has this, or he's that, he's, his dad knows whatever. Don't worry about that. That does not matter at the end of the day. And to wrap up the question, last thing I would say is when it comes to sports, just have fun because it comes a point in time It is fun for me still. It's very fun for me still. But there comes a point in time where I see people who thought they loved it. They realize they never did or they didn't love it as much as they thought. I saw that a lot in college. I would sit there and watch film all the time. I would love every day of fall camp, which was a day and night thing. Wake up at 6, go to sleep at 10, do it all over again. And there's got irritated. There's irritated by that. Me, I would still go to meetings just happy as, you know, happy as ever. Not a care in the world. Just, you know, enjoying it because I'm playing football, you know. And that's the only thing I would say. Keep trying every spring and see what you love and don't ever don't let yourself get to that point where you think that you know that you have it figured out or that you love it you got to know for sure what you love that's why i say try it that's where that comes from try everything and then if you love it great stick with it but not everybody loves it as much as they think so just keep going and keep pushing
0: It's TikTok time. When and why did you start your
1: account? I first got TikTok, it was around March. I was just watching, you know, consuming content, just looking at the creativity. That was when the app was a little bit more creative than it is now. And I just didn't want to post. I I said, "I, I can't post. I can't do it. And it took me until, like I said, Thanksgiving and Christmas time to actually post because, you know, I saw one video did well. People were commenting, telling me it was great. And I was just like, oh, well, I guess I could like keep going. And then all of a sudden I had like loyal followers. And I never had that before. And I was in the vine era, like when it first came out. I never made any vines. I felt like I could have, but I was too scared. So I said, you might as well just do it. You never know what happened. Just go ahead and do it. And then ever since then, I, you know, sitting at 22,000 followers now, and I'm just like, wow, like, I can't believe that's that's a thing for me. Like, And it still doesn't feel like it's enough followers, but that's just crazy, like, how, looking back on it, like, you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> so it all kind of
0: came all of a sudden when you started to try stuff.
1: Yeah, that's a big thing. I'm big on motivational speakers, and Gary V was the reason why I just actually said, hey, you know, let's make it. Because he said, go ahead and make it, you never know what's gonna hit and yeah. that's whenever i just say you know what just what is it to lose you know if someone mm-hmm. makes fun oh well just block them or delete the comment you know so it doesn't matter yeah go ahead and do it and stop being scared you never know what's gonna happen and it, it could happen in my favor and it did so just gotta just try things that's really why i did it i just wanted to just try it and you know it worked out
0: nice what's your most liked and most viewed videos
1: i think my most liked was it had to be between the one that i made this was the original one i say it's original because it was like original like thought and <laughs> everything concept the crayon one that i made i made a crayon one that i you know i sat there it was a silent skit i sat there when my hands crossed, hands interlaced together and then it had like dramatic like opera music and then i pulled out like a an eight pack of crayons then i whipped out the other person the other character who was me in different clothing <laughs> whipped out an eight pack then he whipped out a 16-pack, that's for equal. He goes, not quite. He goes, what? And then after that, whipped out a 64-pack, and I said, like, no, no. And then, like, the whole class was, like, clapping and everything, so it was, was, like, the best one. I had, like, I think 300,000 likes. That's where the bulk of my likes came from on my page. And then the other one was, if you do that, I'm gonna do that. If you do that, I'm gonna do that. And I had, like, 150,000 likes.
0: Would you say that also helped you get some followers?
1: Oh, yeah, big time. The more viral, like, the viral you go, or the more viral that you are, that more opportunity. People see your stuff and want to follow you. That's just what it's all about. It's a numbers game, you know, with the, when it comes to TikTok or any social media. That's the thing about algorithms. I hate to use that word because it's always thrown around. But mm-hmm. to keep it just simple, the more your stuff is out there, which means the more people like it, the more it's going to push. And the more people that see it, the more people are going to like it. You know, the more your content is out, the more likely you'll get more followers.
0: Why do you think those videos are so popular?
1: I think the, the crayon one, it kind of just hit me all of a sudden. Yeah, I knew it would work. And I, it's popular because it's something that we all can relate to. That's the real reason why things are viral is that they're either relatable or just flat out funny. And if you're both, you're just gonna, you're viral. So I didn't think it was that funny of a video. I just thought it was something relatable because everybody on a comment section or growing up or in high school, remember they, they would say like, oh man, whenever you had the 64 pack, man, like, man, you were you were rolling with the big guns and you had the 64 pack, man, like, you know, in the sharpener in the back, oh man, like, you know, all that stuff. Like, that's what the comments were. People would say stuff like, oh man, I had the 36 pack or... 42 pack or i had this pack oh dude i had like the 160 pack like you know all that stuff like Mm -hmm. it just hit all just really that's why i felt like it was popular
0: yeah where do you draw inspiration for your tiktok videos and which kid friendly tiktok has been your favorite
1: me being older, I have more crude comedy. But mm-hmm. when it comes to kid-friendly, the best one is the definitely the crayon one. Where I draw inspiration from, sometimes I'll, I will go to the For You page. And it's not that I copy. It's just I'll put a twist on it. That's how you do it. Like when it's a trendy sound, like if you do that, I'm going to do that. If you do that, I'm going to do that. I put my own little text and twist on it. That's kind of partly where I get my, my inspiration from. But also, I just sometimes just think of just stuff. Sometimes it just hits me out of nowhere. Like with the crayon one. Mm-hmm. i was just going through a drawer to look for a microphone and i saw crayons and i was like dang i haven't seen i haven't seen this in since i was a kid and i said oh wait it just hit me and all of a sudden i went to the back to my the game room in my house and then i just made it right there and set everything up and then yeah made it up in like 15 to 20 maybe 15 to 30 minutes i made it and then. After that, I posted it, and the rest was history. So to answer your question, inspiration kind of comes – it just comes and goes. And whenever I just feel like I have it, I just do it. And if it doesn't do well, I just private it. That's a secret, though, of that. But it doesn't do well, I just private it. So –
0: do you have any tips for those who want to get more followers in social networks?
1: My tip would be when it comes to just TikTok solely, you gotta just be you and really put effort in your video. That's the thing that I see that people don't do. Like, example, one video that I did was a Stranger Things skit. It's like, hi, hi. I'm Dustin, I'm Robin, pleasure to meet you. Uh, is he here? And he's like, is who here? And then he says, oh, Henderson. And then like he starts clapping. Like The effort I put into that one was that I had to make sure my ring light was placed right with the right angle because there's certain angles you have to like be able to know whenever you're filming. So I take that in consideration. You gotta put a lot more effort in just your videos. Like quality, lighting, and phone position. How you position your phone and just experimenting really that's kind of, that's the only way to get better at that and that's the way to get more followers on TikTok but the main thing is just be authentic and just keep on trying to do things that you know that you may not feel comfortable with just keep trying because you never know what's going to hit and it may suck it may feel like you're getting judged but at the end of the day you're worth trying it you're trying it and then they're not so they can't really talk about anything you know so just be just be yourself really that's all that's all I can say
0: <laughs> and now curiosities When you
1: were my age, what did you want to be when you grew up? I wanted to become an NFL quarterback, and that's still in the works for me. I give myself three more years, but honestly, I still see it happening because there's some things going on right now that's been kind of beneficial for me. So that's still in the works right now. So that's to answer your question is to be an NFL quarterback and to coach in the NFL or in college on a big time level, and also was to play Division One football. And I did, I was able to do it. And we played against Oklahoma at their house. It was pretty cool to witness that. And so I'm fulfilling up my stuff every, kind of every year with me. So that's what I wanted to do, it was football oriented.
0: Um, how are you training during this time at home?
1: I'm lucky, very lucky, because my gym, I know the, the guy who runs it, and he's like my quarterback coach and stuff, my mechanics and everything. And he he kept it open. He kept it open the whole time. And we don't have really strict laws here in Louisiana as much as other places. Like, Florida's a different—the more populated the state is, the harsher it's going to be with the quarantine. Louisiana is not that populated. So I believe it's only like three million in the whole state. You can have that in one city in Florida. So that's where, like, the problem is. But, yeah, I was just able to train the whole time and have access to a gym and still throw and everything like that so it never kind of hindered me
0: do you like video games
1: yeah i do
0: what's your favorite
1: one right now is warzone but unfortunately i sold my xbox because i wanted to dedicate more time to reading and to uh, more just ideas on tiktok or content on instagram and stuff so i wanted to grow but that Um, warzone warzone yeah
0: um do you play madden
1: yeah i yeah i used to yeah
0: do you think it helps you
1: Oh, yeah, it does because I think about what my coaches told me in the meeting rooms of all those years because I did make a lot of mistakes while I was playing in college. Like, so I was getting yelled at and always getting told the same thing over and over. But I, I use that whenever I play. I say, okay, well, they're doing this. or are lined up like this. I got to go to this receiver or that receiver. And I, more times than not, it's realistic. It helps me to, like, keep my wits with me with football, knowing the coverages, seeing what they're in, and then seeing how they are because it gives you the overview of everything. So that's good. So, but yeah, it does help a lot.
0: Thank you again for joining us.
1: Yeah, no problem, man.
0: I'd like to finish this episode and the first season of the podcast with a big, big thank you to everyone who listened to this episode, who listened to a few episodes, or that stuck with me for the full season. You can't imagine how grateful I am for all the feedbacks, ratings, suggestions, and above all, support and participation on this project. Thank you again from the bottom of my heart. You guys rock. I said this in every single episode, so I couldn't leave this out today. This show can be heard in many platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Google Podcasts, Deezer, SoundCloud, and much more. Talking about Spotify, please follow the podcast there, even if you listen to the show in another platform. That helps the podcast to appear as a suggestion to more people something that is really important to us. Another thing that matters in our audience growth plans are the reviews. If you love this show, write one to us. Please go to ratethispodcast.com aitw and follow the simple instructions. And of course, keep spreading the word. During our time off, encourage your friends and family members to listen to the Season 1 episodes and show them how easy it is to subscribe so you and them can be notified when we are back they say the show must go on. And that's exactly what will happen here at the Anything in the World headquarters during our break. Feel free to reach out to me with ideas and suggestions. Is there any specific topics you would like to see in an episode? Just let me know. Getting in touch with us is simple. Our Instagram is at aitw podcast, and our email is podcast at gmail.com. And we have a TikTok too. Glenn even gave us some tips on how to improve our channel. So make sure to check it out. We are also at AITW Podcast there. The addresses are in the show notes. Wait, 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 wait. Do you think I'd let you leave without wishing you an incredible summer? Enjoy it, and I'll see you soon. Goodbye.